Okay, wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Every morning gotta go and get the paper. And a nice cup of coffee. Hey, geek fans, today we're talking Star Wars trailer and sci fi lies. Stay tuned. Hey, geek fans, how are you? This is Ben Solis. I am Manitoba Barracuda. And we got Tyler in the studio with us again. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? How are you guys doing today? Oh, it's great. And we are the Raving Geeks here back again. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there has been a disturbance in the Force. It is in the form of a great final trailer for Star Wars The Force Awakens. I cannot think of one person in this room, in this school, who is more geeked out for this than our fearless leader here, Malachi Barrett, also known as Manitoba Paracuda, I guess, today. Malachi, tell us how you feel. Well, first of all, I think it was a little ridiculous that they made us watch a football game. Yeah, what the crap? Trailer. I don't want to hear sports. I mean, we're sports fans anyway. So I mean, I love deal. sports. I just happened to actually to walk into the office when it was playing on the TV. Which was kind of epic, because I watched you like walking, and like, we were talking about it. And I was like, oh, he's here. And then immediately you just turned it on. It was perfect. Serendipity, cranked the uh, Cranked the volume out, and I could hear, you know, I, I sensed a disturbance as if millions of fans were crying out as the... As the trailer began, and uh, we got some pretty good looks at some pretty diverse array of shots, I think. Really uh, did. Got to see some alien planets, got to see a lot of battles and dogfighting going on. Shots that, would you agree, that aren't, like, typical-looking Star Wars shots? I feel like the first yeah. couple trailers had a lot of, like, very stereotypical Star Wars shots, which was fine. It's totally fine. It's Star Wars. They still had the, the lens flare in the one scene, though. I hate the so, lens flare. So J.J. Yeah, Abrams, it, man. J.J. Abrams got to have that lens it's flare. It's so... Annoying, or it's so like I don't know. It takes me out of the movie now because I'm so aware of it. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like I, it. I would. I would almost say it's like a setup to a jump scare. Like you know what's coming. You're just waiting yeah. for it. Room. Kind of, yeah, ruins. It, it just. I don't understand how you justify the space for it because it's not like it tells you anything narratively and like visually. It's no. just. It just obstructs things that are happening in the frame it's anyway. A flashy technique. I don't know? understand it. And the first Star Trek movie is pretty bad with those. Oh, like, there's once you start counting them, yeah. like they're everywhere. But yeah, I mean, I'll say um, this one definitely looked a little bit more J.J. Abrams, and it, I don't know if like the first two trailers were trying to maybe sell you on the idea, and there was a lot of like nostalgia into it to like, yeah, see, it's the same stuff you love, and you know, it's gonna be fine. Uh, and now this one's kind of the tone was a little bit different too; it was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think it was bad. It you know, it was just a little bit different, uh, and you could tell uh, some of the visual effects looked a little. It looked kind of like rubbery to me, like when the the Tie Fighter was like spinning out of control. It was shot down by the Star Destroyer. Like, oh, um, you're talking about the one right before they started having Finn talking? Yeah, well, yeah. which might be Finn's Star Destroyer. I'm guessing it is. And then uh, the Millennium Falcon's looking very maneuverable, which is pretty cool, but like you never saw it pull off any moves. But no, like I, that. I, I, think, I think the reason you're seeing that rubber band thing, and I don't know, if, I think he's doing a lot of practical, almost going back to the models. Mm-hmm. So I think in our brains, we've been so like wired into... CGI, 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 and the first time you don't see something that's completely CGI, it kind of like like freaks your brain out a little bit. That might be it too. And that you know the, true, yeah. the effects in these trailers aren't done too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie's in post. I, I think right, it's not completely wrapped, right? I, so here's here's the thing. I, I was gonna actually counter that argument. Like usually we can counter with you know, well the effects aren't done. It, they're still wrapping up. The movie comes out in a month. It better be done. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, in that, in that, how, how much more are they gonna? To and they fix put, and they this? pushed it back well, too. Really? Oh yeah. Weird. Well, I mean, if wow. you think back to the whole Marvel, so like with, be with yeah. the other Marvel co- pro- uh, properties, Kevin Feige came into I think it was um, 
for the Comic Con, and when that first time you see the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, like he literally like okayed them to play that, like the like the minute like he was on the phone as he was walking into the building and said, "Hey, we can play this. It's ready." So they were like wow. putting it together as he was walking. Yeah, into that's the insane. That I didn't doesn't know really that surprise that was, me. It mm-hmm. was that tedious. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, because I, mean, I remember going off track a little bit, but I remember Ryan Reynolds was a little upset that they were sharing the Deadpool Comic Con um, trailer before yeah. it was officially released because the effects weren't done. And I guess, like, okay, I understand that in that situation. But really, this close to, to game time? I don't think there's any problem here. I mean, I don't know. They're yeah. probably making a mountain out of the whole thing. It's usually minor edits by now, but, yeah, they'll edit yeah. sometimes until yeah. the last second. So what did you like most about the trailer? I know that one of the things that you did say when we were talking about it was you liked the, the music, that the music was not necessarily rehash of old Star Wars things, but there were still those moments that you could tell it was like a, clearly a Star Wars thing. Yeah, they had that really... I mean, really, the whole thing is is kind of like taking some of the tools... Like, if you put all of the pieces that made like the first Star Wars movie in a box, and then J.J. Abrams just kind of maybe put those pieces around a little bit differently. I'll so it looks this like, one. It looks like we're starting out on a desert planet. We have this one. a reluctant hero who doesn't like know her place, and I'm assuming she's going to be she's going to have some kind of lineage to the Solos or maybe the Skywalkers. And she looks like she'll probably be the Jedi in this movie. Finn, when he, while he has the lightsaber, there's really not been a whole lot that like is putting him. That like shows that he's force sensitive, and I think he's gonna get his butt handed to him by Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's what that scene looks like. That scene looks like it's about to be a bloodbath. But you know, we're starting out on a desert planet. We have a reluctant hero who's like young and inexperienced and not sure about her place in the world. And then you, she kind of gets thrown in like this larger conflict. Um, And the story of Luke, which is it was fine if they rehash that. It's yeah, well, totally fine. You know, but then they're also playing with it a little bit. And I, you know, in the music, I think that's a theme too because you hear some of that sweeping. Empire Strikes Back. I don't know the actual name of the song, um, but it's kind of like that more romantic tune. It's, oh, it's a little bit different. It's something crazy. It's, it almost sounds like it's not Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's like something like that oh, really? kind of title. It's like something kind of, like the name is kind of funky. Yeah. Like yeah. That, which John Williams actually came out and said that he did not do the m- music for the trailer. It was mm. actually a bunch of people who work for Disney mm. that kind of took his elements and then like kind of edited in. So that actually wasn't John Williams, and I couldn't tell. I could not I, I would have, you, if you would have told me, I'd assume that was John. Yeah, Williams. I was not very cool. That was, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, other things. Han Solo looks really good. Uh, Harrison Ford actually looks pretty spry for his age, and he seems like yeah. I don't know. He looks comfortable in the role. <laughs> not Carrie him. though. Carrie's looking a little rough. Carrie's had some hard years. I'm that's a big fan years. of hers though. I'm really rooting for her. I hope she does well in this movie. I hope yeah. they give her a big piece to play too. I hope they really make her like a general or like a senator or something like I, that. She's on. She's I on the, think she's like the leader. She's like now. I don't know if she's like the head person, but I think she's one of the top leaders of the resistance now because she's yeah. the, the basically like the queen. I would know? hope so. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I always like the idea that like Princess Leia was like this awesome diplomat, and then mm-hmm. Fort, and then uh, Luke is like the most powerful Jedi who ever lived. Yeah. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. cool Which. I mean, moves us into the big thing. We haven't seen Luke yet. I've not seen Luke at all. And nobody but, knows what's going on with there that. There was one image that was leaked of him mm-hmm. a while ago, and it was just kind of like a profile shot of him and, like, his beard, and he had, like, a hood on, I think. Yeah, and it was, like, back – it was, on, like, on the – And it was like, offset taken down later. immediately, and you can't – I don't think you can really even find that anymore anywhere. See, yeah. I'm, I kind of agree with you thinking, you know, like, uh, Ray, her character, Ray, the Ray character is a yeah. lineage of the Skywalks. I actually think she's – Obi- or not Obi- that would be she's weird. she's uh luke skywalker's daughter yeah i'm thinking kylo ren is actually a solo kid and they're cousins mm. that's kind of why they're both kind of in the relic hunting game and if you look at the poster very parallel they, they there's there's some symbolism behind that i do think though that finn 
is actually going to be the Jedi. You I think, think so? Hold yeah. on a second. I have to dust uh, Tyler's oh. shoulders off here. Dirt off your shoulders, bro. That's actually really good. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Oh, I, I, I read. So, you know. Um, <laughs> Glad you can. Yeah, I'm no. like some people so, in this room. And I, I think Finn Hang is on, going let to. Let me nip this in the butt really quick. You've, <laughs> you've asserted multiple times on this podcast that I can't read. Listen, I don't know what you're the editor in chief, man. You I don't hire know, people I don't, to read for This you. is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what high school you went to or what, you know, hooked on phonics you got. I very clearly can read. And that's you can read. To be said about I'm it. sorry. I've got nothing else. That's going to be the title of this episode now, man. Malachi can read. Perfect. I love it. But, okay, go on. I feel like well, you're on the verge of a no, point. Well, I'm just saying. So I do think, though, that John Boyega's character is going to be the new Jedi. Because so? I don't watch the cartoon, but Star Wars Rebels has come out. They're not Jedis. They're not Sith. They're these things called Inquisitors. They're Force-sensitive mm. things. And I think this whole thing with Kylo Ren saying, I'm going to complete your mission about Darth Vader was him rounding up all these Force-sensitive kids to exterminate the Jedi once and for all. Mm. I think Finn is going to be someone who's Force-sensitive. And there's been rumors saying that after they killed the Jedi, some of the stormtroopers kept those lightsabers around and started training to fight in case the Jedi ever came back. Yeah, I think we're going to see Luke Skywalker come back in that scene in the snow when they're fighting. Kylo Ren, like we said, is going to kick the crap out of Finn. Right when he's about to do the killing blow, he's going to be stopped by some force we're not going to see pan out Luke Skywalker standing behind them in the snow with his sweet green lightsaber drawn and then he's going to beat the snot out of Kylo Ren My green and that's how they cool. end that first movie um, you know what man okay a couple points here first um, I was confused when Kylo Ren said he was going to continue Vader's legacy or his mission is that what he said yeah he's, he's going to complete there's because a lot of people are like what is was that he didn't yeah he didn't really have a mission he was just kind of Palpatine's muscle you know but the inquisitor thing i think is interesting Mm -hmm. but they also haven't really referenced that ever in the movies they never really referenced that vader's had like apprentices they'd never really referenced Mm -hmm. because you know in in the extended universe there's you know vader apprentice there's tons of those there's tons of different like military units of the empire that have lightsabers that might be it too Mm -hmm. i mean it i guess it depends on how they introduce that because i think the general i don't know it's hard to peg down what the star wars audience is because there are people that are like super into all this canon mm-hmm. like we are and know about all this stuff and then there's like kind of just the movie people so i don't know i, I think they can that might be it and they've I, been I very know, outspoken saying that they will make sure that you can get the full story just watching the movie yeah so it's got to be something that we either haven't seen or they're going to explain well it's interesting too is that when you bring that up um it, it always seemed like from the trailers that finn is running away from the from the first order as mm-hmm. opposed to just defecting if yeah. that's the case, and they're say they're building this this stormtrooper army of force sensitive people just in case if the Jedi come back, which is a cool idea, which mm-hmm. is a really cool idea. You got to figure they're like they're like herding cattle at least to some point. Yeah, right? he's kind of yeah. an asset, and they're trying to get him back on the team. Yeah, that's, the Knights of Ren too is a piece that I haven't really devoted a whole lot of thought into. But if they are kind of like a Jedi hunting Empire unit, that's pretty cool. They kind of come off to me as almost like a s- samurai group. I think that Vader is their idol because they're all wearing the kind of armor. Right. I mean, it's in the weird shot when you pause it, some of the look kind of like the Mandalorian helmets and stuff, but okay. I think it might just bend the way I it I think they leaked out. either some concept art mm-hmm. or uh, finished art of some of those helmets. And they're, they're kind of like Kyle's, but they're a little bit different. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're just basically like Vader's groupies and they're trying to, you know, yeah. live up to him. I think it's cool. And I, you know what? I'm glad that we're going to get the version of Darth Vader that's just like, 
you know, badass walking tank again that gets the respect he deserves instead of like some whiny kid. For so long, Anakin Skywalker has ruined my impression of Darth <laughs> Vader, and it's just nice to kind of forget. A plague upon your and, house, and that's why I'm excited about Rogue Rogue One because that's right in that time where yeah. Vader was in his prime, and we're gonna see him in that. Movie. I, I got a feeling they're gonna be running away from Vader. You might, Probably. you know, it. I mean, that's why I like the Darth Vader comic so much mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But um, also in space news, not really space well, news. I guess it's, it's, it's sci-fi related. Bit, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we're uh, we're in the future now, guys. We're in the future. You want to know why? Because last week, this week, geez, it's already passed. Tuesday? Was it Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Right? Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday was October 21, 2015. Now, for you sci-fi nerds out there, you know that that is the day that Marty McFly comes to the future and back to the future, too. So everybody had a big hubbubaloo. Everybody wore this out. And he got to show his, uh, his Nikes he on TV. Got a pair of Nike mags. They're putting Nike mags in production. Doc Brown showed up with videos. Doc Brown took a picture with Bernie Sanders, right? Oh, yeah. It was really funny. Man, how could he tell them apart? They both like uh, Exactly. <laughs> Actually, the tagline on that photo was like, who's the president of the future, future boys? Like, Bernie Sanders. What? Bernie Sanders from Vermont? Huh? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Everybody had their fun with it, and I know a lot of people are kind of just like, thank you, it's over. And I know they're going to be upset that we're bringing this up again, but how could we not? This is, you know, something that has been joked around about for years. Are we going to wear these types of clothes? Will we have hoverboards? Will we have all this stuff? And now it's here, and it's been like, well, not not much has changed. It's kind of sad, right? really kind of sad. kind of shows us how some of those movies about the future maybe lied, right? I feel real robbed. Yeah. I feel real robbed, real lied. Well, for our main segment, I think we're going to go into just that. that. So we're exactly. going to we're going to take a little break for our ad, and we'll be back uh, in just a second. Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by the Hall of Heroes, located in Campus Court next to Subway. The Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let the Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. My synopsis is real. Never had that old team fixing feel with cats who make waves and aptly get a 360 deal. Clearly lied to. And here we are in our main segment of things that sci-fi has lied to us. I grew up on sci-fi. I grew up on Star Trek, on Star Wars, on all this stuff, all these fantastic devices that I do not have right now. Because, as we've learned from the episode of Always Sunny, this mm-hmm. is a great serial debate, Clearly. science is a liar sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time liar. Liar, liar, pants on uh, technological fire. Digital fire? Digital fire? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. The point is, is that we don't have all this technology that I think that we should have had by now. And uh, so we've developed a list going through our favorite sci-fi franchises, talking about the technology that they had, that they promised us, that those guys have not forked over yet. Scientists, I'm looking at you. So let's start with uh, Back to the Future. That was an easy one. So we started yeah. with the hoverboards. What else in Back to the Future? Well, I guess they, they actually do have the self-lacing shoes now, so that's kind of cool. They do. Nike mags are a thing. Holographic billboards? We're kind of getting there, right? We're getting close. We're getting close. I'm, I'm honestly more upset that the Cubs didn't win the World Series. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I would rather crap. have the Cubs have won the World Series. That would have been the greatest thing in the history of the world over the hoverboards. They were supposed to sweep, I'm man. sorry. Like, I was so upset when that didn't happen. I find a lot of joy in sports teams that just are never good. I yeah. really like it. I like the fact We live in Michigan, so the Lions kind of got us bred for that. Hey, I'm so. a Packers fan, man. I grew up in Green uh, Bay. So. Uh, yeah. so I wish I, I could time travel Ooh. before this conversation. <laughs> um, anyway. Time travel before that comment. Yeah, <laughs> God, that was awful. Sorry. What do you, what do you got, Ben? My, my point is, is that, okay, so the whole impetus of this movie is time travel. We don't have time travel at all. 
I mean, that time travel mechanism was in the 80s, man. Did you hear, too, that uh, that DeLoreans were, like, pretty much saved by this movie? Like, nobody was buying them. They were really impractical. They were really impractical. Dumb. They were expensive. I heard that that's why, like, they always made the running joke of the car breaking down was because in real life DeLoreans always broke down. Oh, yeah. So it was like the per- – they, like, made that into the, a plot yeah. point. Yeah. That's funny. And then, then the company went under when uh, – what's I forget what the guy's first name is. The guy who created it was DeLorean, D- obviously. DeLorean? DeLorean. Name, right? No, 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 no. Oh. No, his name no. is Emmett Brown. No, no, no. You guys have this all confused. The, the point is is that his company went belly up anyway. He had a wild Coke addiction. He had some problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's, that's a good car to do Coke in. I'm not yeah. a Coke guy, but yeah, yeah. DeLoreans look like cars that people do At Coke At 88 in. miles per hour? Yeah. 121 gigawatts? Yeah. Yeah. That's about the lightning. The yeah. tires aren't on fire, but you think they are. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> feels like they are. Yes! Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. So we don't, have the, we don't have the flying car. We don't have the time-traveling car. We do have telescreens. Yeah, they got a big part of they that. They got FaceTime right. Got FaceTime. Yeah. Um, I was actually reading uh, Rob, uh, Robert Gale, I think his, his name is, the guy who wrote it. Um, Gale something. Something Gale. Um, he was kind of talking about the tech in, in a recent article. Um, and actually the impetus of the article was talking about Biff being an analog of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, we, we, totally, like him too. we totally wrote that for that. We yeah, really my wrote, ass. Well, I know. The hindsight Whatever. is 2020, right? What was – okay, so when did that movie come out? Like 80 80- – Late eighties, eighty seven, maybe. Yeah. Was, was Donald Trump really even a, like a national? I yeah. mean, he was well known in the industry, but like, yeah. like really? Well, oh yeah, he was like a popular figure. I, I yeah. would argue Donald Trump's been sure. alive since the beginning of time. Yeah. So probably he's Vandal Savage. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> drop Vandal Savage. <laughs> Donald, Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump exists. <laughs> Donald Trump is actually a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he Cage. I think he just might be unstuck in time. He just exists outside. Yeah, yeah there you go. Time. That he's from a different it. dimension. So like, at least his hair is from a different dimension. Yeah. Clearly, clearly from Earth 33. Uh, but yeah, no, he, he was a big thing back then. But uh, yeah, Gail went through all this stuff and started talking about it. And he's like, I can't believe we missed smartphones. Smartphones yeah. was so easy. And like, well, you think it, that's one of those technologies that like, oh, of course, how did we ever live without it? It's such a, you know, but like, it's pretty revolutionary and it came about pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. Like who, who would have been able to tell you that you have a phone that can basically do the job of like an entire office of but, appliances but see, before pretty much are, are smartphones really that great because you take a smartphone now hey, i love my smartphone and you go to the past you have a brick in your hand that can't do anything without the internet sure well, and you, i couldn't you know build I mean? one either and how <laughs> are you getting to the past though if we're arguing time machines right now we, we iphone 6 past. can do that yeah. you know, it can go backwards in time yeah. it's it's in, I, the, it's in the new ios yeah, it's update. The upgrade. yeah sure, <laughs> sure sure and then uh you know so we were talking about star wars earlier harrison ford we would be remiss to have any conversation about sci-fi technology without Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies of all time. We've yeah. talked about it a couple of different times on here. So good. So many different things going on. And what's cool about Blade Runner is that it makes no delusion that it's, like, super, super advanced. You know what I mean? Uh, it takes place in, I think, like, about 20 years from now. Not even. I don't remember exactly. It was like in it was like thirty something. Yeah, um, and that's one of those movies that's not like super liberal with their with their technology. You know, like you have Star Wars, and there's like every scene is so dense because there's all this like future stuff going on. But like in Blade Runner, things are like pretty close to reality still. <laughs> like they have like lit up umbrellas. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I I, I kind of I mean look at Ex Machina that came out just this year. Yeah. Like I would say it's kind of the same movie where. That she's it's you know the uh, Silicon Valley or whatever the heck it's called, yeah, Uncanny yeah, yeah. Valley, you know. But I believe that that was true. That somewhere off 
Poe Dameron had made himself an android that <laughs> that General General Hux was falling in love with. You know, yeah, like so. Yeah, that's a weird coincidence. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, a cool movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, we got Blade Runner. and well, that, had, that had flying cars, right? Flying cars they had in there. They had telescreens. They had a really, really cool, tasty Asian market. Which, yeah. by the way, I heard a news story that Anthony Bourdain loves Blade Runner a yeah. lot. It's one of his favorite movies. He is actually trying to recreate that entire Asian market as a tourist destination. Really? That would be cool. Like, full sets, full everything, which is, which is nutty. So, I mean, tasty Asian food, we got that. That well, didn't go anywhere. Is that really future technology? It's still here. We definitely don't have replicants. Yeah. Def- uh, I don't have... Although, I don't have- would you in that case? Because that seems like a weird thing where, like, you have to kill them if they infiltrate society. Well, let's look at it. Let's look function. at it practically. Replicants only have a four-year lifespan. Right. Right? So if you don't tell them they're going to die, they're just going to die They're anyway. used as, like, slaves. They were used as slaves. So that's something you have to, like... You know, work in your head, or do you condone slavery, even if it's robotic slavery? I would, you know, I'm going to take a hard stance here. I know this isn't a popular view, but I'm against slavery. I'm against slavery, too. Yeah. I'm glad that we can come to this common ground. Tyler's noticeably silent on the uh, slavery I'm, issue. No, I mean, I'm just going to well, let you guys keep digging yourself into that hole deeper and deeper. Well, exactly. I'm just going to hang no, no, out no, over we, we have LC, so. We have, like, 16-foot ladders. There's no <laughs> holes we're digging ourselves into here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I mean, the Republican thing is interesting because, yeah, they created these things to be slaves, to just be workers. They ship them off world. They work in moon colonies, work in other colonies, and then they become self-aware and realize, hey, we're getting the bum end of the deal here. You realize when things, especially robots, become self-aware, you have an issue. Like in Terminator 2, which Ugh. said the apocalypse was going to be in, what, early 2000s? Yeah, like 97. Yeah. 97 is when Judgment Day is supposed Judgment to happen. Judgment Day, yeah. Which, you know, I don't know that... I don't know how soon after that the actual Terminators were introduced, but uh, the artificial intelligence were getting pretty close. So maybe they're just mm-hmm. off by a couple decades. Yeah. You know, Stephen Hawking and some of those other main science dudes, mm-hmm. they're totally against. Science, science bros are science against bros. AI. Yeah. No, they really are. They've come out in droves um, saying, please, don't do this. So, like – one, one minute series ordering you a pizza, the next minute world exactly. domination. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm, so. I'm tweeting Domino's, a pizza emoji, and the next thing you know, my whole apartment's done. Yeah. Who knows? Skynet, man. Yeah, Skynet, yeah. bro. You know what? I Just to take a, a quick aside, too. I don't know why they kept shooting the Terminators with bullets, too. Yeah. That's what are you going to do? That's, that's hardcore metal, Did man. Did they have much laser technology in the in the judgment post-Judgment Day future? I don't, I don't think know. I remember well, really seeing in any. The, in the intro to uh, – it whether it's one or two. I know in two, they, in the intro, they show some of the war, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, there's just lasers. They're shooting lasers at I mean, the at What the about robots. Salvation? We got a good look of it in Salvation. Yeah, they didn't really have lasers in Salvation. No, they, they, didn't. <laughs> they didn't really have much. I prefer to think Salvation, Salvation didn't happen, it honestly. Well, I block it out of my mind. Well, they retconned it with the newest one. So, Which The newest one's just a whole too. bag. They probably did more uh, damage to the time stream than they did good in that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no time machines. A lot of these have to do with time machines, I guess. Another thing we don't have is robot cops. Mm-mm. Shortened to RoboCops, really, yep. you know, if you're trying to be economic with Big time. time shortage of RoboCops. Even if we just had one RoboCop. Just a single RoboCop. Just a single. statue of him. Well, well, kind of. Kind of a RoboCop statue in Detroit. A lot of people aren't happy about that RoboCop statue. I, know. I was overjoyed. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, but because uh, it, it took forever to do, and it's just like, okay. Kind of expensive, I guess. Yeah, so we got RoboCop. That's going to be pretty cool. I mean, that goes back to mech suits and things like that, but mech suits are about to be a thing. They're about to be a real thing. Yeah, almost. Uh, I'd say they're more a la uh, Live Die Repeat Edge of Tomorrow mm-hmm. mech suits, yeah. and like exo muscle enhancing skeletons more than like Tony Stark armor. Yes, indubitably. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm still just waiting for them to clone dinosaurs. Like 
Yeah. Clone yeah. the dinosaurs, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dino yeah. DNA. Well, like, I'm, just, I'm ready for yeah. it. Like, Jurassic Park needs to happen in here's, my lifetime. Here's the deal. That's Despite funny. the rampant popularity of Jurassic Park, I think in the sum total of all of these movies, everyone can, like, just uh, uh, unanimously look at Jurassic Park and, like, be no. No, no, no. Do not do that. We're hey, good. I'm going to be okay. One, in the last one, the dinosaurs weren't the problem. It's when you start mixing DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Science is the real enemy. That's yeah, what yeah, we've yeah. learned in Science all of these is, movies. It really is. Dinosaurs aren't – nature's not the problem. Science. In all, though – <laughs> in all, I really like uh, when you see a movie that has, like, the distant future and then it's, like, 1993 or something like that. I just think it's – I don't know. I don't think it takes away from the movies. I just like it. Yeah. But we also decided to pick uh, some of our favorite sci-fi tech. So here in the next five minutes, we're just going to really quickly go through our arguments for what the best science fiction technology is. Uh, and, Ben, if you'd like to start. Um, I'd like to defer that start because oh, okay. I'd like to take the second half of this argument. So I'm either going to let you or Tyler go off. I am also going to be a coward and wait to piggyback off other people's comments. So, Tyler, you can go ahead because he actually had a pretty good one. All right. So I'm going to actually go off a piece of tech from a little movie you might remember. Uh, I don't remember. Age of well. Ultron. Oh, yeah. That was um, I don't know what it's called. But whatever, the, whatever the tech was that regraphed Hawkeye's skin and body back together after he got blown away in the first five minutes of that movie. Yeah. Um, I just think if this technology comes around, it's going to be life-changing, not only for the fact that you can fix people who are hurt. Think about burn victims, people who lose limbs, stuff like that. But it's a big, huge uh, 3D printer. You yeah. can start making – like manufacturing could go up, repair buildings and stuff. So, you know, we don't have to worry about the season of construction in Michigan because they can just make a new thing and put it in place. It will take some time. But, I mean, I just think that the practical use and especially in like the medical field – is why that would be the greatest piece of technology. Like most Marvel technology, that was very ill-defined. Like, mm. I had no idea what that thing could actually do or not do, but yeah. I agree. That was pretty yeah. cool. But I had fun listening to it. What do you got, Ben? Okay, cryogen. Cryogenic chambers. I almost okay. picked that. I almost did. Well, good. Great mind, single life. But I decided it was a bad idea. No, no, it's, a, it's an awesome <laughs> idea. So here's the thing, is that humanity is consumed with one thing. If it's not money, if it's not their own needs, uh, their own desires it's uh the fear of death man we are categorically afraid of leaving this earth and not leaving behind a legacy that we wish we could you know pass on cryogen solves all of that shit because, oh yeah sure absolutely uh you are near the end of your life you mm -hmm. know you got maybe 10 more years left so star you, wars you know isn't out yet star wars isn't out yet star wars Batman isn't out yet superman you know what, isn't man? out yet if i had the option like a year ago to go into cryo sleep for the movie I'd do that. <laughs> dude i would immediately like for the next like three years be like all right everything's coming out i'm gonna wake up and in secession i'm gonna watch all this crap man that would have if it was like not damaging enough that you could just go into cryo sleep for like six months or something like that that would really change society like what if you just wanted to go to cryo sleep for like 10 years or something like that and then your family was like you still could, alive you could like, miss the whole taco bell wars and come back like john spartan mm -hmm. to <laughs> demolition man yeah, see, there you yeah. go. <laughs> it's actually funny i uh what is it demolition man has the that thing murder death kill is that what it is um or is that that's another I, I, it, it all muddles together it's all the same movie <laughs> the, the 80s and 90s are yeah. crazy <laughs> i had a punk band named after something murder death Kill. i think that's from demolition man yeah, yeah. but uh interesting love yeah i think cryogen's a really cool idea and i think it um you know it's it's like gives a lot of comfort to people you know who want to mm -hmm. preserve their life you know say you got this dog that you really like You're like hey i don't want this dog to die maybe i'll put it to sleep for a couple of years and i'll wake it back up when i want to you know take it for a walk 
Just don't tell them to put your dog to sleep because that could, you know. Yeah, they might get some mixed messages on that one. But, well, you know, comfort's very important, especially in the future, because as we know, you know, most most futures are marred with violence and dystopia. So <laughs> dystopia, <laughs> is that a rapid dystopia. Can you use that? Is that like a noun that you can? I'm not sure we're gonna let it slide. To I guess whatever. <laughs> you see, we're not talking read. grammar. I'm telling you the day. Making this up as he goes along. I can read. I can read, man. So what I decided to pick, you know, what's more comforting than the Johnny Cab from Total Recall? Okay. Okay. One, never have to drive. Yeah, that's good. Two, you always got a friend. Three, <laughs> you got a friend. Are they necessarily friendly? Yeah, he's they're not like friendly. Uber drivers are like get out of my car. Johnny Cab's like face is blown in half, and he's still being pretty friendly. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, oh, he's got man. a good sardonic wit that is needed for a future <laughs> such as that. Uh, he doesn't even need to look at the road; he can turn around. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. All, all I can think about now is the skeleton driver in Halloween Town. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Johnny oh, yeah. Cab with that with his yeah. personality. I'd like to see those guys race. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Who do you think would win that race? Um, I'm guessing the skeleton. For, forget Kong Island versus Godzilla. That is the That's movie the I want to see. That's the yeah. summer hit that we all need and deserve. <laughs> Death yeah. Race 15. <laughs> Interesting. Well, okay. We got, some, uh, we got some good things here. I think we all brought something to the table. Ooh, I've got one. Kelsey's got yeah. one. And I want Kelsey to be our deliberator, too. Oh, okay. All so, right. well, first of all, yeah, you tell us. I want a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just like in general? Yeah. That book? No, I want the I whole want the book? book of like actual like things in the movie, and I also want that fish that they put in your brain so that you can understand any language. Okay. That's, That's good. That's practical. That's very yeah. practical. How would you feel about something flopping inside of your ear, though? We don't have to talk about that. Well, I mean, any conversation begins with that. I mean, my brain's mostly useless in flopping in my ear anyway, so... <laughs> Not much difference there. That's now a good... I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can read. He say, got into college Say it so times, okay. it becomes fact, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, speaking of time, too, I think we're about out of it. I think we are about out of it. Um, I, again, I'd like to uh, thank everyone who listens in. I'd like to thank Malachi. I'd like to thank Tyler. Thank Kelsey. We got a good crew going on here. You can do this yeah. every episode. Yeah, I, just, Wait, I share the love. I, I would like to know, Kelsey, who did you think had the best idea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't. We can't end. We got to. Because I didn't get to partake in the, the trivia over, thing, we, so I got a lot of pride. We gotta know. On okay. We gotta right. know who is it. And don't let our sad puppy eyes. I'm not looking at your eyes. That's good. I'm gonna have to go with Tyler because it was. Wow. You know why? Because it had the good Samaritan thing. It was about the people. We're all we're all good on the inside, guys. Wow. Don't don't slip to the dark side. Okay. Wow. Are we really that selfish? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we already got self-driving cars. Yes. Cool. Well, again, here I go once more. Thank you guys for listening. We're really happy to have you as listeners, as patrons. We got a good crew going on here. I'm happy with all of that. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you can always follow us up on Twitter. Follow us up on Facebook. We have uh, iTunes where you can download our podcast as well as SoundCloud for Android users and uh, you know people who don't like Steve Jobs. But uh, yeah, tune in always, guys. Same bat time, same bat network.